that fucking old ass touch down. You don't make it all get a job like that. You need the whole fucking ball. If you want a job, you better hold on. They look at it. Three times. Say, if you want a job, you better hold on to the ball. I say this is all ass. Ah, Rose knows. Unless you sound like old dirty ass motherfucker. Bro shit hit different. Bro take a long time, man. I hate these artistic dudes. He's coming. Yeah, what's wrong? Come on, bro. This is the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Dusty Bro. New week, new episode. Episode 101. 101. Over 100 episodes of I'm Kind of Famous Podcast. K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod P-O-D. Hold on. Hey, there we go. K-I-N-D-A. Hold on. Here we go. There we go. There we go. K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod P-O-D. The official.com, uh, the official website, or you can go to facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. Make sure you get over there, get some clean ass people collectors. We got the shorts, the t shirts, and we got the cosmic culture shit out there. So order one, get one, or you can, don't wait, but if you want to, I got the store coming out real soon. The legit store where we'll be doing all people collector and, uh, you know, IKF related merch where I'll go through there. Actually, it's. Uh, Arrow Films related merch, me related merch, but mostly people collected. The brand is people collected, right? Um, so go, uh, you can wait for that. Go to that. I mean, it'll be both will be out real soon, but you can order right now via Cash App or debit or whatever. Uh, over on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash kind of famous pod, or you can go to my official website, Arrow Films, A R O W E films.com. That's my official website. Check that shit out. Uh, let me see. Is there a plug or something I'm missing? I don't think I am. I don't think I am. We got the cosmic culture shit too. You know, if you're into astrology, um, your zodiac horoscope, things like this. Uh, it's based around that. People Collectors is what it is at this point. You should know. If you're a new listener, go listen to some other episodes. Or just fucking go check this shit out because uh, body shit. You know what I'm saying? Simple. Uh, I got a new show coming. So check this out. There's a new show uh, via the I'm Kind of Famous Podcast Network. Uh, which you'll be able to all find in the same location. So I'm not going to stress shit out where it's like, Oh, you got to go find this over here, go find this over there. Nope, everything going to the same feed. So the new show, and it won't be a regular show, right? It's like specials. Um, It's called Track Record. First episode uh, we just recorded a few days ago with a local rap artist named Ado. Very, very dope artist. He was a part of From the Ground Up. Uh, I've played his music before on the show, and uh, because of counseling uh, from the ground up, I felt like he was one of those artists I owed some real time into. So I said, when I make this new show, he has to be the first episode. 
Uh, so a new podcast coming out called Track Record. Basically, what it is is a track by track breakdown of an artist's most recent project. And I, you know, if I I dig it, I go in there, I listen to it. We really sit back and try to dissect it. And uh, you know, some great side conversation came from that. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. So uh, I'm thinking uh, September first or second, we'll drop that first episode of Track Record. And uh, it's semi-regular, so um, I'm not going to just make the show to make the show. I'm going to make it knowing that I got a quality project that I can co-sign and have a conversation about. And, um, you know, put the stamp of approval while you get to kind of listen to an artist get into his bag about his music. You know, a lot of times, honestly, with artists is uh you know they go real hard on these projects and and, and it's so saturated and there's only so many outlets and there's only so many uh places artists can go and really are independent artists or no-name artists or someone just trying to get in the game can go to learn how to talk you know for one but to talk about the music talk about the hard work that goes into it and i'm not talking about just an interview where you are kind of locked in so many different topics, but to really talk about that project that they spent, you know, many, many months and days and hours on to, to construct all the way from production to song order to all that shit. So we get in there and we break down track by track uh, each song. And, um, well, most of the songs, but pretty much we track for track the album and we talk about it. And uh, really, really get into it. And you kind of get an opportunity to see how the artist thinks when it comes to, or each artist thinks for this matter, uh, when it comes to the project. Because a person like Ado speaks very well, um, as well as he makes, um, he, com- he, he comes from a certain kind of background. So when you come from a street background, there's a lot of unexpected things uh, that he says uh, in speaking that you don't expect from a person from the street. So that's one thing about uh, the first debut episode. I think we knocked it out the park, honestly. Uh, because I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do production on it is why I'm taking a little bit of time. I don't know if I'm going to have music beds. I don't know if I'm just going to do straight talk uh, with no music in the background, that sort of thing. <coughs> but... Um, I look forward to getting it out there to the people. So that's coming up real soon. You won't have to go subscribe to anything new. It'll all come under the same I'm, I'm Kind of Famous podcast um, umbrella. So another change, a quick change I just made. I It has dawned on me that a lot of people don't say I'm Kind of Famous podcast. They, they opt usually to say the Kind of Famous podcast, which is cool. No complaints. So one thing I am doing is changing some of uh, the algorithm-based data for the show to just be kind of famous. So I don't know how that's going to pop up on, like, your feeds if all of a sudden the show starts showing up differently or what. But I'm making some changes that may end up flooding you with uh episodes that you've already heard i don't know but we'll see what happens so just want to put that out there just in case me making some changes affects everything all right so let's uh let's get into the show man uh let's see man it's been a wild little week 
let's go with uh let's go with the rapist <laughs> the rapist the 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 sex trafficker or not even sex trafficker i don't even know what you would really call it um but i tell you this there's a lot of conspiracy built around it with uh donald trump's homeboy you know what actually I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to put that out there like that. Uh, even though Trump has a lot of questionable things, um, I'm not going to automatically associate him with Trump, even though it's real easy to do. And I'm not doing that for the reason of a lot of conspiracy that's out there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein was found in a cell, uh, dead uh, of apparent suicide, hung himself, um, it has become one of the fastest growing multifaceted conspiracies out there. And despite Epstein being kicking it with Trump, one of Trump's big homies, uh, pictures and video with Trump, they are linking his death to Hillary Clinton. And it's just kind of like that propaganda thing, probably the Russians. But the more interesting thing about it is, uh, uh, and, and so that's the reason why I want to lump him with Trump either way, because it's just, it's kind of tacky at this point to like, you know, he, he is this nasty, vile rapist, basically sexual offender. He was, he was under, uh, uh, his charges have to do, or, or sex crimes charges with underage girls as well, holding them hostage. This whole thing. Um, but it's become a thing because of, uh, if you don't remember during the election season, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, was part of Pizzagate, or, or alleged part of Pizzagate, in which was also a child sex ring. So they want to link her to that, or link her and the family to them and just create all this cloud of conspiracy that goes with the Clintons and Epstein, despite Donald Trump having very serious accusations that are very similar to Jeffrey Epstein, kicking with Jeffrey Epstein, and also being in like pictures and partying and all this kind of shit with Epstein. But fine, I want to separate that because I don't want to be like a left versus right thing, Democrat versus Republican. But some of the other conspiracies is that he didn't kill himself. There could have been foul play. Um, he was supposed to be in on suicide watch. He was pulled from suicide watch. Um, he happened to die while a guard was on a very long run. Smoke break or some shit. So he died when he should have been under uh, care and being watched. Very convenient very convenient it's a very convenient conspiracy uh or or death or suicide rather um so much so there's the conspiracy it's like no matter what you can be on any side of this that's what makes it kind of fun that's what makes conspiracies fun in general that there is like um it's a fact-finding mission and then it's like do i believe the facts and then, do I believe the information? And then, is the conspiracy, like, valid? Can I put it together properly, right? So, the beauty 
of this is you got so many. So you got, he actually killed himself and the guard was just a bad fucking guard at the end of the day. Because I'm going to tell you personally, if you're telling me to watch a, a, for a, a, a child pedophile, sex trafficking, sex abuser or whatever to make sure he don't kill his, himself, I'm taking some long breaks too. I hope this motherfucker kill himself. It sounds like shit, but I kind of hope he fucking offs himself. Get the fuck out of here, man. You disgusting. So there's that. There's just the plain out fact that he killed or idea that he killed himself and someone looked the other way. There's that. Then there's he was killed because of what he knew. He was connected to a lot of high power people. A lot of high power instances. High power situations. They said he was ready to tell. And honestly, when you that high powered, this is how I look at it. Well, when you're that high powered, you got that many connections, and you're about to go to jail probably for the rest of your life, natural life, you might start telling on people, telling on a lot of rich people, important people. Who may be involved in the shit that you was involved in. And I stress may because we don't know. Because he was the one that was caught. And it would be him that tells. And then that they would have to then investigate. Is there. There was alleged tapes. There was uh, possibly sound recordings. I mean I've been watching. Um, well I just finished watching. The Loudest Voice on Showtime. Very dope fucking web series. I mean sorry. Uh, um, uh, drama series. On uh, Showtime about the uh about fox news the reign of fox news and how their six fucking fiend um what the fuck was his name what the fuck was his name roger ailes was uh running roughshod through uh fox news fucking molesting all the women and it was gretchen carlson who started for a year for a year she was recording this dude so anytime she had a meeting with Roger, she was recording that shit. So who's to say that um, Jeffrey Epstein didn't set his situation up for, you know, a lot of recording just in case he needs to blackmail somebody. You know, when you're a creep and you're a powerful creep, sometimes you got the fucking new, like, you know how they say, um, uh, you know, you get someone that's real terrible, really terrible at their job. You like that motherfucker must know the secrets, cause there's no reason why he still had his job. That could have been Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of people fuck with him. Scientists, political figures, um, entertainment figures, people in business, high high levels of business. I wouldn't be surprised. And so you take a high person like that, all these connections, and he's ready to roll over. Yeah, you might. You might want to influence some death around that motherfucker. You know, he may have to accidentally trip and fall and break his neck up some stairs instead of falling down some. Very weird things can happen in those type of situations. And then there's uh, it's another conspiracy out there. Oh, well, you know, personally, I don't think, I don't know if I think he killed himself. You know what I mean? He was a pedophile. We know how that goes in prison. Someone got to him. Someone touched him. You know, like, maybe he didn't kill himself. He got killed. He's not here anymore. 
And of course, there's the political pieces of it too as well. I mean, it's a lot of shit there that makes that look funny. But if we kept it a buck, if you take all that away, it's not beyond the realm that he could have killed himself. You a mid, a billion, a near billion dollar player, and you take all your, his creature comforts away, and then what he's facing, with it being damning enough for him to be guilty, and that's going to be his life for the rest of his life. Yeah, that could stress him out. That could make him want to get the fuck up out of here. I can see it. I can see it. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. So, yeah. There's a big part of me that thinks, no big conspiracy. This motherfucker killed himself. Uh, but I do like the idea, you know, I look on the news and the news, they are uh, feeling like there could be foul play. A lot of people don't believe it, you know. So, when... You know, as much as the conspiracy nuts um, like to talk about the mainstream media, when the mainstream media agrees or plays in the hand with the conspiracy nuts, is it really a conspiracy? Or is it just proper procedure to fucking, you know, look into these things this way? Because uh, there was some deficiencies. And, you know, a lot of them look at it that hour. You know, why did that guy disappear with some mal, uh, foul play? Um, what's up with the security, the whole thing. So, I'm not that surprised. Um, but speaking of Trump, speaking of Trump, because, I mean, that's all we got to speak on. Actually, I'm not going to spend that much time on it because there's a couple things I do want to talk about. But uh, Trump, uh, um, you know, there was the El Paso shootings. Um, I mean, rest in peace to all those people that's affected by both those two major mall shootings and the El Paso uh, shootings that went down. Of course, it makes everyone jump right into gun gun uh, laws and gun legislation. Uh, but Trump feels like uh, video games. Video games and violent movies are the reason for um, the uh, gun violence that occurred. Uh, kind of back to back throughout the weekend, or not this weekend, but last weekend with the El Paso and the mile shooting. It's like, for real, we're going back to guns and video games and violent movies. Really? Really? I wouldn't expect that. It also, but a part of me makes you, re I think this one of those Bernie, what I feel like a Bernie Sanders, Bill Clinton, I'm Bill Clinton. Um, Donald Trump, possibly Joe Biden moments, even though like they all don't agree on the same thing, but that where age plays a factor because Joe Biden has some fucked up statements too. I don't really want to talk about that, I don't care enough. But when you just start saying old nigga shit, some goddamn video games, like come on, fam, come on, fam, we done came too far in the gun talk and gun rights to uh be blaming video games. Um, now I'm not going to jump too much in the gun debate. I just wanted to mention that he thinks it's video games and violent movies. Uh, episode 50, me and, uh, Hillary from Philly and Sean Miles from the toxic heart podcast. We all, we, uh, talked about gun, uh, laws and we just, you know, just had a good old fashioned talk radio gun debate. Um, I think it's worth li listening. It's, it's one of the, uh, top end shows that we got top listening shows. So, Go check that one out. Go check that one out. Uh, Cause that was around. Man, I don't know. There's been so many gun shoot, uh, 
yeah, mass murder gun situations. I can't tell you which one, but it was right after one of those situations. Sean Miles called me up, said, hey, man, I think you should do a thing about guns. And uh, if you do, I want to be on. I was like, fuck it. Might as well uh, give me something to talk about, and then we can do a panel. So uh, your president, Donald J. Trump, thinks all the gun violence is based on uh, video games and violent movies. So there you go. That's what you're fighting against, people. That's what you're looking for is uh video games so watch out if you play uh grand theft if you play uh red dead i don't know fuck if you play nba live i wonder if nba live is a surge of shitty ass basketball players i don't know what's going on so watch out for that if you got a shitty basketball player man you blame video games uh because that's why uh let's see asap rocky was found guilty in Sweden. I said Austria last time. I meant Sweden, but that's because I didn't really read this. I couldn't remember. I was going out the top of my mind, top of the dome. So ASAP Rocky was found guilty in Sweden, but ASAP Rocky was released. And uh, let's just say he found his way back to America ASAP. We can say that. But he was found guilty, but the charges... Uh, they didn't drop the charges, but they just kind of uh, basically said time served was good enough. He can go home. They had to. He was gone. ASAP. ASAP. He was out of this bitch. Out of that bitch. Back home. So you weren't going to get him. We're not going to work hard to extradite him back to fucking Sweden for, you know, a situation that really, you know, he wasn't at fault for anyway. Not to mention Trump was supporting him because, you know, he's, I don't know. So, hey, that's it. ASAP's done. He's out of there. He's on about his business. Um, now, what I do want to get into is a couple things. Football season is, uh, is back. My guys, my Dallas Cowboys, I don't know what the fuck going on. We got we barely got a quarterback. We barely got a, a running back. When I say that, I mean there's a couple situations with signing that uh, Ezekiel Elliott is holding off, so he hasn't been playing. He's trying to get paid, and I get it. Uh, and so is Dak, but Dak is actually playing because as a you know, if he gets a deal, he doesn't want to be. Uh, you know, shitty when the season starts because he does have to lead the team. His arm is important. You want that thing warmed up or you can fuck some shit up and get your shit snapped up real good. But Zeke, on the other hand, and this is the interesting place that we find ourselves in as fans. As fans of the sport, it becomes difficult to talk about money and fandom because in one way, we really fucking support uh, the team. We want our team to win. Whatever the fuck that means. So instantly we say, go pay the man. Or fuck him. Let's go trade him, get somebody else. Let's see who's out there. Like we getting these two different um, places. But then as an individual, you know, and as a person that's employed, you want a man to get as much money as he can. 
you know, especially if they're top at their job, one of the greats of their job, and they have the ability to affect the outcome of where this team goes or how uh, well the company does at their job or what they're responsible for. When they have that much leverage and things like that, fuck it, get, pay that man. Pay him. You know, you look at a football player and a running back, that position doesn't last long. You know, a lot of guys can, and, and, and as as hard as Zeke plays, the type of contact that Zeke gets, uh, it's fair to assume that his his years are pretty much numbered now. You know, he's on the top of his, his shit right now, but so much wear and tear beats up the body. And then you pay a guy a large sum for him to either A, be trash or two, get hurt, but you owe him that money. A lot of times they be they be holding out for guaranteed money, meaning no matter what happens, I get paid. Because if you don't get guaranteed money, you get hurt. They get to cut that contract loose, save that money, put it to somebody else, and now you ain't got no checks coming in because your life and your lifestyle so big because you thought you'd never get hurt. You was the greatest and all this, that, and the third. So as an individual who would be an individual and against a corporation, you want to get that paper. You want to get paid. And you want to get, you want that person to be paid. But it's tough because I also want my team to win because this nigga can get traded. He can get hurt. He can say, fuck renewing. I'm going somewhere else. Shout out Kawhi Leonard. And then you back in, you know, shambles. Left to rebuild because your fandom is for that player when he plays for you. When he no longer plays for you, the conversation about that player is different. Especially if he didn't lead you to a championship or something like that. And then that's when you back on the side of the corporation. And it's weird because fans more often than not is on the side of the corporation, be it your sports franchise, Mavericks, Cowboys, Stars, Rangers. We end up on their side because we find more loyalty in our tribe of location than we do the individual, you know. It's kind of how politics works, too. It's kind of how a lot of shit work. You know, uh, you support writers getting paid until they go on a strike. It's like, fam, I need some entertainment, man. Bring your back, bring your ass to work. And we often forget that we are the individual that's fighting for better work circumstances better work salary you know at any point any important job a walmart worker they can't afford it but a walmart worker if you ever went to a walmart on near a holiday major holiday really any any day but if anybody went to walmart and one day they decide to fucking strike. Everyone in Walmart walks out. Just a single Walmart. You know how much that changes the pay for every employee at Walmart in the country? 
Like right now, the the local Walmart, Walmart stopped doing twenty four hours. I'm sure, they weren't making that much money overnight. But it because it's that effective that like you're stopping revenue for a single store. And they only fighting for whatever they're fighting for. But at the end of the day, you got a lot of customers and a lot of product that could either get stolen or not being helped. That brings a lot of frustration. That makes people take the business somewhere else. A lot of important things can traffic through a Walmart. But if I'm trying to buy toilet paper, if I'm trying to buy you know meat or food for dinner, I quickly will side with the fucking corporation to say, hey, man, get your ass back to work so I can get my shit and go. But if I was an employee at Walmart, I'm outside with the protesters to get paid so the next kid who's looking for a job, the next adult who needs benefits, when they fill out that application, they get that job, it's a better work condition for them. And that's a lot of times what is happening with different athletes. They hold out to make money. We see what just happened with the NBA. So it's kind of interesting. Actually, what makes this a little bit more interesting, um, uh, the Rich Paul rule that has happened in basketball where you cannot, well, they tried to make this work. What they were saying, basically, you can't represent a player unless you have a bachelor's degree from college. The reason why this is a Rich Paul rule, basically Rich Paul is LeBron James's manager, manager not on, or agent. Not only is he LeBron James's agent, but he's the agent of many level one, top tier superstars in the NBA without, without a college degree. LeBron James never went to college. That was LeBron James' best friend. And over time, LeBron James has made leverage to keep his guys around him paid, making money, doing this, that, and the third. And uh, Rich Paul having to benefit from that and actually being good at his job has helped. And I'm not sure the reason for the rule, for one. But for two, I kind of look at it like I agree with the rule in ways. Well, I got a pro and con. The pro of it, I agree with the rule because um, you do want to protect these young players. You do want to protect them from very bad agents, very bad deals. You know, and and not even what deal can, what what bad deal they sign them into, but what bad deal did they miss? Well, or a bad or a good deal that they miss with a bad agent. Meaning, I'm pretty sure I don't know if Rich Paul got a book, but let's just say Rich Paul has a book. And then Rich Paul has been on a book tour, doing a bunch of interviews and whatnot. And you're a young high schooler. Your buddy has talent, but you're not going to college. And you listen to the Rich Paul story, and you hear how he talks about fighting this, that, and the third. You're like, fuck yeah. Be like Rich Paul. And you talk to your cold ass basketball homie. Uh, and you talk to your cold ass basketball homie. 
And you say, man, fuck, I'll be your agent. Whoop, 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 make you these deals. Then this nigga who really ain't really got a lot of knowledge or know-how, he's representing you or representing his friend on a deal. They offering him a big deal, but Rich Power had to quote whatever they offer you. You ask for more. You know, some shit, motivational talk dumb shit. And now, what they offered him was a great deal. You asked for more, and the deal is off the table. Or the deal is even worse. So I think you got to come up with a way to protect these young young kids. Because they don't know no better. They're signing anything. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. But the other side of that is that kid is considered an adult he's walking into a, a situation where he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars possibly what he do as his each player is their own individual brand their own individual llc their own individual uh business and guess what as they say it's his business if he want to hire some bum to do his job that's on him you know as a corporate as a business my job is to make the best business for me so if i offer a deal that y'all can agree on and it may not be as good of a deal as it could be or should be i win on doing good business for me and mine and so i don't think that you know if your agent uh is a, a outside a outside entity shouldn't be concerned with what i do for my business and who represents me you know they was treating this like a real racial issue and i'm not sure how much i feel about it being a racial issue i just think that uh rich paul is really the exception to the rule there won't be very many rich pauls there's gonna be a lot of people to try but rich paul came in with lebron james blue chip that's not gonna happen often so that is also the reason why him being the exception to the rule is the reason why i think there also probably needs to be a rule um there needs to be something that helps. Problem though, again, Rich Paul then would dis be disqualified from any future signings. Unless he wants to get a degree. But when he's already good at what he does, fuck I get a degree for. You know? So it's an interesting thing, but I think they decided to get rid of it. I don't know all the proceeding on how that went. But it was very terrible. It was very terrible. Um, but speaking of terrible deals, we'll keep it in sports. Well, we'll do a little sports and music. We'll do a little sports and music. Because this is a doozy. And there was a... <laughs> tuh. There was uh how do we even talk about this? I don't even know how to really hit y'all with it. Let's go with this. I've had no secret 
about how I feel about the Colin Kaepernick situation. Talk about it a lot on the show, or I have talked about it quite a bit on the show. And I stopped talking about it the last time I said I was going to stop talking about it. Now, Colin Kaepernick has since made a deal with the NFL, which was interesting because it wasn't for a lot. Uh, It wasn't for a lot. His deal he made with the NFL was really a bullshit deal concerning how much, uh, you know, I'm going to say potential loss that he had from the situation. I shouldn't say potential loss. Well, I don't know what you, how, what you would call it because I don't know how much there was, if there was anything that should have been gained. Uh, the biggest complaint that I had about the Kaepernick situation is so many people was fighting for him to get a job, for him to play again because he was being blackballed for this, that, and the third. Also calling the league racist. Saying all these, you know, all this and that. But... My sentiment, as I've shared plenty of times on this show, is that if the league is so racist and we're so supportive of our, of our pro-black hero, why would we want him to go play for the racist organization? It would seem counterintuitive to the movement. Um, and so I, I, I felt like if he ever played again, it was... Um, it was... Uh, all bullshit even though i feel like uh i feel like here it is uh colin kaepernick received a settlement of less than 10 million dollars between him and uh eric reed but i feel like anything if he played it sold out his reasoning. He kneeled on he kneeled against the flag as a peaceful protest. Have no problem with that. He kneeled to bring because of how he felt about what was going on in the country with uh police brutality and violence, uh in a systemic way that minorities and inner city urban people are treated people of color are treated that's the reason why why he was kneeling and then it quickly turned into a pro uh um this thing about being unpatriotic disrespectful flag this that, and other other um and a lot of people feel like he was let go released and all that because of kneeling for the flag because patriotism is a major thing for the NFL um being patriotic standing for the flag this whole fucking thing but so many people call the NFL racist for this and that and I don't know if I disagree or agree I think at the end of the day as a business I have the right to hire and uh, fire who I want to who I want to I don't give a fuck what the reason is and I don't want that distraction. And on the other side, as much as people keep saying how good Cal, uh, Colin Kaepernick was, he wasn't really that good at that moment. He was being benched at this time. He wasn't a starting player. So some of him not being hired could be that he just wasn't performing well. And second, the kneeling thing. Don't really want a lot of controversy. You know, a lot of teams don't really want any unplanned, uh, unnecessary controversy. So I understood. But I was totally with them. 
But a piece of me didn't feel like I was. I was with his message. I just questioned if it was genuine, which I'm still not convinced because he doesn't talk very much. You did this protest. A lot of people were behind you. A lot of people supported you. You got all these awards. You got this great deal with Nike, but you never went on TV to talk about the mission. We never got you in print talking about the mission. You just wasn't out there consistent enough to feel like you really was about this mission. And you don't have to. He didn't have to. But that's just me, that's me and my feeling. So many people supported him that it almost became, well, it became an NFL protest issue, right? People stopped watching the NFL, people of color. Or people who supported him stopped watching the um, NFL. I didn't because I like football. But um, people was then being discouraged from supporting the NFL. People like Jay-Z told Meek Mill not to perform, told Jermaine Dupri not to work with the NFL, told a lot of people in support of Colin to not work with the NFL. 444 echoed a lot of the sentiment that he had towards the NFL and his treatment towards Colin Kaepernick. Over the weekend, Jay-Z made a deal with the NFL and Roger Goodell to um, in his company, Rock Nation, to um, supervise, I guess, the halftime show or entertainment for the NFL. Uh, they made a deal to work together to do that. And that was unsettling. I'm not the biggest Jay Z fan. Not the biggest. I, I, you hear what I say about Colin Kaepernick, but it seems so misaligned with the mission. You know, uh, Jay Z talk about, or a lot of people have back Jay Z saying, "Well, Colin Kaepernick took a deal, so you know we're over that." But that's not what it was about. Wasn't not it? As far as I understood. Wasn't about the money. Wasn't about the paychecks. Wasn't about playing football. It was about bringing light to violence, police brutality, to people of color in urban communities. That was happening. The Eric Gardner's, Trayvon's, like, well, not Trayvon, but many, um, uh, uh, Philand uh, Philandro Castillo. It was about that. Yeah, Colin may have took a deal on the collusion thing that kept him from getting paid and made him some money. But if everything rang true about what was said, Jay-Z should still be aligned with Colin Kaepernick and not supporting the NFL. They had a press conference. They had a press conference. Uh, uh, Jay-Z and Roger Goodell. Uh, why do we still call him Jay-Z? It's Sean Carter, business, businessman, not a businessman or whatever it was. But um, a lot of people was asking about the Colin Kaepernick situation. Um, someone asked 
and I'm going to just quote from this article, Jay became borderline defensive when asked by a reporter, I'm sorry to put it this way, but if the national anthem were playing, would you kneel or would you stand? Jay asked for the question to be repeated, and his answer was, I think we're past kneeling. I think it's time for action. It's always been time for action. But your action isn't the diversity of the NFL and social issues. Your action is the halftime show. The, uh, let's see, what is he doing? It is, uh, da, da, da. The deal with Rock Nation, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's entertainment and sports company, calls for the firm to be the NFL's live music entertainment strategist, which which will entail Rock Nation and Jay-Z consulting on entertainment, including the Super Bowl halftime show, and contributing to the league's activism campaign, Inspire Change. But that's not enough. That's not enough. How inspirational will he really be or involved in diversity? Because it's just, it becomes a look, right? It just becomes a look. It doesn't become anything real, really. All that shit. Susan Coleman Foundation. It's a bunch of NFL things. Put money here, put money there. But that's not what it was about. It's about bringing light to the things. And they were able to flip away from that spin away from that and talk about patriotism that was unfair to the cause and jay-z knows what it was about nowhere in this press conference does he even talk about what it was about he says to be clear to the room I'm not minimizing the part of it that's a necessary part of the process, but now we all know what's going on. The kneeling was not about Colin having a job. It was about let me bring attention to injustice. Now, how do we address the injustice? What's the way forward? I, I understand that we know what it's about, but in this room, it was important in this moment to talk about what the injustice was because the injustice wasn't about kneeling the injustice wasn't about playing football the injustice was about police brutality and the way we was treated in inner city and urban neighborhoods for people of color jay-z is a savvy person and he knows that. And he knew he couldn't say that in his moment. Because he's right there with the alleged enemy. Didn't fail. Not the biggest supporter of Colin Kaepernick. But I am a supporter of what he was alleging that he was his mission was about. And I think Jay-Z let us down. Well, not us. Shouldn't say us. But he let the people down. Um... Yeah, I'm not going to go too much more into the article because I, I, I think the gist is there. I think the gist is there. Um, There's been a lot of blowback for Jay-Z. 
Because I'll tell you this, a part of me really just feel like, oh, is this another moment for Beyonce to be able to promote her next album coming in fucking February? Because they're real savvy about how to, you know, own the moment. There was reports that Jay-Z may be owning the team, but that isn't important. A lot of people followed their lead. A lot of people followed their lead. Jay-Z prevented a lot of people from having moments off of his advice because he is one of those people that you listen to. That people will, if you, he's so good at what he does, whatever. He's just one of those people that you follow. If Jay-Z calls you and say, hey, man, I wouldn't do that, you're going to think about it. And a lot of people stepped away from deals because of Jay-Z in this moment, only for him to make a better deal. There's a lot of controversy that Jay-Z is in the business for Jay-Z, and that's fine. You know, they talk about the Barclays project and what happened there with gentrification. And then he pulled out and then moved to some on to some other shit. Hey, man, you do what's right for your business. We just talked about that with Walmart, Rich Paul, and, uh, you know, the NFL. So I get both ends of this. I just look at the mission. And, and, and that's why I had to stop talking about Colin. Because I don't think he ever was going to fight really for the mission. He was going to talk. He was going to, you know, have an afro, throw his fist up, take the awards. Because he became, in ways, the... I don't think he thought it was going to grow to be this big. And I don't think he was ready to handle all this. Pause. <laughs> but it, 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 went, it went somewhere. It went somewhere. And now we're at where we're at. So I don't know. Uh, I do have major criticism for Jay-Z here. You know, as a person that not, is not, a, you know, I keep saying I'm not a supporter of Colin Kaepernick. I didn't give a fuck about if he kneeled or not. I didn't even think we need to pay attention to it. I knew what it was about. But but when it got uh, co-opted into patriotism, I knew they never was going to listen to fucking the reason why. I knew that shit was going to go to the side, no matter how much we screamed it, in his name, Colin Kaepernick. A lot of people did a lot of shit in the name of Colin Kaepernick. And he walked away with less than $5 million on a settlement that he took. No one forced it. He had a good collusion fucking thing out there. When you take money, that means you probably don't think you can win. And so, you know, Colin probably would have exposed that it being bullshit. Or Colin was just ready to get back to his regular life, do something different. And then here's Jay-Z. And then he said, man, we off that. He's, he, he, you know, so I guess we're off that. So all those people who wasn't watching the NFL, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, let's see, man. What I got on here? What else we got? Uh, man, I had to adjust my life a little bit for real. Uh, this ain't even on my list. It's just something I thought about. You know, you put a lot of um trust in people, man. I adjusted my life. You know, after my pops died, you know, you know how they say like people reveal themselves, you know, through 
hard times and you know people who there for you not there for you i don't really get too caught in that shit it's just like man you know you you start checking you start checking for the people that check on you and there was moments through this where i kind of got tired of talking you know i t- end up talking about my dad a lot um and because people was checking on me and it's like i don't want to keep talking about this shit every day but then you know, so I, I became real snappy with some people here and there. But a lot of that was just because, I, you know, from the moment that my dad died, I talked about him every fucking day. And I was repeating the same conversation. I was having the same thoughts over and 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 over, and over, and over for almost a month. And so I just kind of, you know, every now and again, just like, damn, man, just talk to me like some regular shit. I don't want to talk about that. Why you, I don't want to, like... Don't fucking hit me 2 o'clock in the middle of the day talking about my dead dad, man. I got shit to do. I want to be down. I'm trying to get back in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, but then there was people who who didn't who didn't, didn't check on me at all. You know, didn't, didn't say shit. You know, people that you would think, who I would think would, and, um, and the mass, vast majority of them didn't. So I just kind of said, okay, well, I'm here to talk when you want to talk. But, you know, some things I have to adjust a little bit. And I adjust it. I'm fine. Like, like it ain't even personal because it's not, you know, shit like them ain't people. Shit like that isn't people's fault. So I don't fault anyone. At all when it comes to that shit. Um, you just move a little different. I tell you this, through this, uh, we've started group chats. Group text. Not the biggest fan of fucking group text, yo. I'm not the fan of group text. Because I don't think there is no true group text etiquette. And there needs to be one. And I don't know how you handle this shit. Cause I got in a group chat with my with my family, my uh my mom, my sister, my niece, nephew. I think that's it. I'm in a whole nother state. These motherfuckers be group texting like a motherfucker. They be having whole conversations, planning dinners, planning dinner dates, lunch dates, and I'm just my phone's just going off. No, I can't be involved in them, but gotta keep keep hearing y'all fucking talk. And joke and be juvenile, a jo- jovial. Like, fam. Literally, fam, relax. So I'm trying to figure out what is some proper etiquette for group chats. Can you just leave a group chat? You know what I mean? Like, can you just leave a group chat and, like, no one trip? You know? Can you stay silent in a group chat? Like, if you decide to mute the group chat and you start responding to the group chat, like, you know, um, is that rude? <laughs> like, is that a problem? Not only that, if a person isn't responding or participating in a group chat, am I fucked up for kicking them out? Can you kick somebody out of a group chat without telling them? There needs to be some rules for the group chat. And we got to figure out proper group chat hours. 
one morning, man, I ain't got to work. I ain't got nowhere to be. I'm trying to get a, a, a another sleep in. You know, you wake up one time, you try to get a second sleep in. So you just lay there with your eyes closed and shit. I'm trying to pull one of these numbers off. And they just, they up early, 715, group texting. Bing, bing, my shit constantly going. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? The fuck are y'all talking about? Stop. I wanted to mute it, but I was like, if they say my name, I got to respond. So now, every time, they're not even talking to me about keep picking up the phone, seeing what it is, what it is, what it is. Then I eventually say, nah, man, this shit going on silent. I don't want to mute the group chat just yet, so I just put it on silent. Nigga, it went to noon. I thought didn't nobody fuck with me before I realized my phone been on silent. So I'm missing messages that I'd rather be involved with that I'm not involved with because of the fucking group check going haywire. Because they didn't talk my shit. They setting up dinner for uh, uh, Thursday. Then they tired. So they said, what about Friday? Okay, Friday, you know, motherfucking plans getting fucked up. Then people got jokes and shit. Maybe I'm just better. I was in my group chat with my brothers when my dad died. Like, we tried to be in the group chat so we could figure out what was what. Man, it, it took no time for that motherfucker to break down. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just not made for the group chat, man. I'm just getting to where I'm cool with face uh, timing and shit. You know, being on the, on the um, you know, fa uh, I guess it's called FaceTime. Whatever the fuck you call it where you're looking at the phone. But I can't be, I can't do that shit in public, though. Like, I feel stupid. Why are we looking at each other live life in public, man? Let me just talk to you. I can hear you. You can hear me. And let me mind my fucking business. You know what I mean? I was out one time, got a face thing. And motherfuckers say, where you at? Nigga, what do you want? Are you worried about what's around me? I ain't want to do this shit in the first place. I almost think you need to warn a motherfucker when you're on group chat. Matter of fact, it should just be linked into the phone. We talking. And then, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want none of that shit either. This something wrong. We got to find an etiquette for the group text. And I guess an etiquette for the video chat, too. Maybe not so much. You can ask or just not plain answer the fucking video call. But we definitely got to figure out the group chat because that shit is getting out of hand. I mean, like six group chats. Do I participate? No. Not really. Not really. Because the group chat always start with, we trying to plan some shit. I just want, we just put all the information in one place. And then all of a sudden, a side conversation and shit like that. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Stop. Y'all motherfuckers is terrorists. You're blowing up the phone. Say what you got to say. Get out of that shit. If you don't want to talk to someone directly, go talk to them directly. Save the group, people. Anyway, man, I got some fish. I'm ready to fry like a motherfucker, man. Uh, Again, uh, we back, baby. We finna get this shit together in order, man. I had, I had my own slumber. We going next week. I think we gonna. Um, I think I got a guess. Well, I got I got a plan for two different guests actually. Um, actually, shit, we might, might, might do this other situation too. I'm gonna figure something out. 
Uh, but go follow me. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Go follow me. Row is famous. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, kindoffamouspod.com, the official website. I don't really fucking use it. I need to start using it with the new show coming out. Uh, but as well, facebook.com slash kindoffamouspod. Uh, K-I-N-D-A, famous pod, P-O-D, Arrow Films, my official website. Hey, got a new song. We're going to get the songs back going. Uh, this song is by an artist. Honestly, I just heard this song on face, uh, Instagram, and I had to go find it, and that shit was banging. It's by 3O Black. Three, the number 3-O-O-H, Black. Song called All Talk. I just like this bar in the second verse. Honestly, it's one of the dopest bars. One of the hardest bars that I think I've heard in a minute. I just love it. Uh, so, 3O Black, I'll talk. Check that out. I'm going to have a link in the description to get to that song. Uh, but, again, thank y'all for fucking with me. Uh, we're going to work on getting these numbers up. We're going to work on some different type of presentation. Make sure you get some people collectors. Go over to Facebook, uh, Facebook uh, Kind of Famous Pod. Get you some people collected T-shirts. We got the T-shirts. And we got uh, the Cosmic Culture t-shirts. And we also got the Dolphin shorts or the Girl Track shorts. So you can get some of those as well. Them hoes is hidden. We're going to start. We got. I've been getting orders for them, for them. Been sending them out. People rocking with it. They fucking with it. I love that. I'm going to start posting pictures because I need to do that. Of the shit that people send me rocking my shit. So, bam, we in there. We in there. Uh, anything else I need to say? Nope. Tell your mama I said hi. These niggas all talk now, my niggas all walk down I'm the same nigga when gang ain't around Keep on sneak dissing, you catching them rounds It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them I'ma leave them right there It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them I'ma leave them right there These niggas all talk, uh, these niggas all talk, yeah These niggas all talk, uh, these niggas all talk, yeah It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them Who's back now? Spin a nigga block, ain't nobody drop so I spent back around. Been a while, nigga got kicked out of preschool. Check my back around. I remember niggas ain't had no hoes, but I'm a Mac now. Shut up, zip it, be quiet, don't say nothing. Why you talking about guns on spray nothing? Why you talking about guns on spray nothing? Shut up, be quiet, little nigga. See niggas all talk now, my niggas all walk down. I'm the same nigga when gang ain't around. Keep on sneak this and you catching them rounds. It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them, I'ma leave them right there. It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them, I'ma leave them right there. These niggas all talk, these niggas all talk, yeah. These niggas all talk, these niggas all talk, yeah. It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them, I don't really, really care. It could be four, I'm ten, I'm, I'ma get rid of them, I'ma leave them right there. I'm a turned up nigga like Tay Rock. Lugging with a white girl, Baywatch. I'ma keep shooting till the bullets all gone, nigga. I don't really care who say stop. There's four niggas walking up and it's just me. Now it's just three. Now it's just two. Now it's just me. Hey, kind of famous. Why the hell I'm kind of famous?
Who the hell she know? <laughs>